What happens when two students of personal development get together and break down their wins and lessons to empower others? You start to discover you. Join Coach Ash and Coach Ant every week as they examine their lives through a disassessment lens and share their experiences to help you level up. Let's go! Hey, happy July, everybody. Happy July. First week of July. Ooh, and man, we seven are months in. Seven months in. Oh my After gosh. After last year, 2020, and now we're almost done with 2021. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. We're already halfway through. It's ridiculous. Coach Ash, what's a what's something good that happened in the first six months? Or what's a, one of the highlights for you? Man, the first six months, I have a few, but um, one would definitely be graduating with my master's. That's definitely one of my highlights. That was like a two and a half year program and it got capped off with a a nice party that you had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other would be purchasing two properties. And um, it actually, when you just, you talked about the length of it, that in itself too was a process that started at the end of uh 2019 yeah. or 18 i can't remember but it it's definitely been you know a year plus uh with that mm-hmm. too hmm. yeah it's crazy how it just started with an initial yes you know you didn't know what that two and a half years was going to look like about like all the highs all the lows the people you're going to meet but it was kind of that initial step, that initial yes. And now here you are, you invested at one seed two and a half years ago. And now you literally have a master's. You have an advanced degree, which is really sweet. Yeah. What about you? First half. Oh, man. The best investment that I made this past six months has to be in a fitness advisor working with my friend slash mentor Clifton has just been game changing because I was, I was in a good place. I'm not going to lie, but working with him is taking me to the next level, both from a mental perspective, as well as a physical perspective. And I'm going to throw in some sauce in there, a nutritional perspective too. He has just filled so many gaps and I feel like I have a firm foundation now just to execute at a high level. Like, man, coach ass, you haven't seen me. I think in like the past one and a half months, I'm feeling a little bit different. Yeah, I'm feeling a little bit different over here, so yeah, I'm excited the, to the catch last, up with you. Soon. The last time I saw you, you tried to kill me with a uh, mission peak, so you know <laughs> that's probably why I haven't seen you in a minute. <laughs> the avoidance boy, <laughs> I'm still triggered, y'all. My legs are still shaking and trembling. Yeah, for y'all that don't know, Mission Peak is a mountain in Fremont, so close to the Bay Area. Or really, he's not exaggerating. It is a mountain. Yeah. Yes, it is a mountain, literal mountain. We were able to hike up that, and it was just a great time. Um, <laughs> and we might do something like that in the nearby future. Do something, maybe not, maybe not, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing, but y'all, I'm gonna go ahead and reel it back. Take a deep breath in and out. So the theme for today is power in routine. So power in routine. But before that, Coach Ash, go ahead and catch us up. Let us know about how you're doing with your real estate properties because this is something everybody's rooting for. We want to see you win because you're going to bring that exposure to people. What's up with that? Yeah, man. Um, You know, like I was just telling you before we uh, hit record um, with team 
one. Dang, I forgot. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who's team one and who's team two with mm-hmm. uh ski and ice property? Um, mm-hmm. our agent just texted us over um a flyer that she has. We have our open house tonight oh, um, in go. Chicago. So super excited about that. We had a couple showings over the weekend. Let's go. And um, she did this video um of it as well. So just really excited about um being able to get some offers in and actually be able to see the process um to to completion so Mm. with the with the first one that I have that's still on the market right now we haven't been in a position to be able to see it all the way to completion and so um just excited to be able to to do that and get to that point Mm, let's go and make sure to give a shout out to your agent because it sounds like she's putting in work I think this went up onto the market for sale is yeah last week yep 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 and she's making moves she's making moves right yep yep yeah so uh, okay, yeah shout out to crystal moves. with uh tad realty oh let's go crystal with tad realty oh man tad be doing something right over here for real for real oh man that's amazing i'm happy to hear about that man i got the chance this past weekend to uh to hang out with t Right. And it's, it was something special just going over to the Antioch area, which is one hour northeast from me. So I drove up and just hung out with him. And man, there's just something about it. You're in an atmosphere where there's just food vendors and people are dancing and celebrating. And there's people that aren't the most suave or smoothest with their dance moves, but they're at the front of the stage. just like dancing their behind off. And it's just cool. Um, Man, I have to confess, though, man, I almost got a DUI driving back, Ash. Like, after hanging out with a... You with had team, all that food. Oh, man. I, I stopped by that Popeye's boy. I picked up a chicken sandwich, right? I got a chicken sandwich. I'm like, damn, that was really good. I'm like, you know what? I want to trade KFC or, excuse me, Burger King because they have a new chicken sandwich, right? So I'm like, okay, they're they trying to compete with Popeye's. So oh, we're going to see. man. So I had one of those and it, it was terrible because it's like, it's like they left it in the broiler. So the outside was like rubbery and hard and you can tell it's been uh, there for too long. I can't even believe you did that. So Why then get that? this though, get this. I, there was a Popeye's right next to him. I'm like, I need redemption from this chicken sandwich. <laughs> so I stopped by Popeye's and then I picked up this, these fries and I picked up this other chicken sandwich. So in the span of like two hours, more like an hour, I had three chicken sandwiches and fries right? And it was so bad. I'm like, I can't even drive at this point. So I have to be smart. I went into parking lot, took a little <laughs> nappy nap boy. And man, it was Oh rough. my gosh. I'm not going to drive with that right there. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was like you said you went to McDonald's. I can't believe you got Burger King. What? Oh yeah. Burger King is not the vibe. What? I can confirm that right now. So, uh, driving under the influence of Popeye chicken sandwiches. <laughs> you have to know your limit. My limit apparently is two, three will knock me out. So it's, it's good to know these things. You know what I mean? Oh man, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but just hopping right into it, because I know the theme for this week is power and routine. Coach Ash, what is something that you see that you do that's just it's part of your routine and then it's something that's just empowering you it's paying you ongoing right if we're thinking about it from the real estate it's kind of like a property that you have that is just providing residual income right whereas it's kind of just there and it just keeps adding to you what is something like that in your life yeah i would say it's the um 
the 6 a.m. accountability call. And I think it was you who brought it to uh, my realization maybe about a year ago um, or maybe like nine months or so, just in terms of, um, you know, this being the most consistent thing that I've done in the past. And uh, it'll be two years in January that uh, myself and Tyrell will have been the lead on it meaning that we are the people meaning and and like you know T was there in the beginning he definitely is still there but I've taken on the responsibility of being the person that starts the call every single morning at 5 45 a.m um you know sometimes you might catch me slipping and and the host might have to give me a call and be like hey what's Mm -hmm. up but Mm -hmm. I mean 98 percent of the time uh, yeah. that is something that that I am up doing and so I yeah. would say that that's something that just pours into me um and that I do on a consistent basis that's crazy because just as you're speaking I'm thinking I'm thinking about the the consistency that goes into that right that routine that goes into it because you're not just getting on it's or not just on the call you said 98 percent of the time you're starting the call at 545. So out of 30 days, that may be like one time where somebody has to give you a phone call. Yeah. You know, when I tell people about the 6 a.m. accountability call, these morning accountability calls, they're like, wait, you wake up that early? Like, what? Why do you do something like that? And to them, it's kind of like this big mountain. It's like this unscalable mountain. I want to I want to talk about it from the other side, though, because you've been doing this consistently leading the calls for two years. How difficult is it now for you to wake up at that 5.45, 6 a.m., boy? Um, it's it's very different than how it was in the beginning, of course. I mean, you know, and uh, T will never let me forget how I started out, you know, on the bedside Baptist in terms oh, of, yeah. you know, in the bed, getting yep. on the calls, uh, you know, in the bed, sharing type deal. Yep. And so, you know, of course, because I've started to develop the habit of being up at that time uh, looking to share having to speak and Mm. also to just I was able from that habit I was then able to incorporate working out and going and going to the gym actually Mm. before the call and so that was something that when I initially started the call I didn't necessarily have that habit but Mm. after being on the call I started to develop the habit where I was building my routine around this staple habit Mm, yeah it's so good right and i think something something that we should touch base on is the fact that there's some high eyes out there flight attendants who are these high energy people like don't try to kill my vibe with structure right because i think when some people hear habits or like this routine they're like it's putting me in a cage i don't want to be in a cage i need that space to just do my thing during this time especially in the morning, like, let me just check the gram. Let me make sure everything's all squared away before heading off to work or doing my, handling my phone calls or business. What would you say to those people who was just like, don't put me in a cage? Yeah, man. Identify, you know, how you can leverage it and it not be something that holds you back or that contains you. And so for me, it's not necessarily, or at least before it was like not necessarily planning out my whole week. Like that was something that was really draining. I didn't necessarily stick to 
that schedule that I created, but doing something more effective for me was creating a to-do list for that day and ensuring that I was working on those uh, top three focuses for that day. So it's like I had the structure of identifying, you know, the night before what my priorities were for the next day, but it wasn't too confining to where I felt like I had to do, I had to write all these things down. I had to have all this detail for the whole week. And, um, and that ultimately wasn't something that was productive for me. Yeah, that's good. Definitely have to put that in place, make it work for you. If it is something that's maybe draining you or you feel like you're in a cage, hey, you have the freedom to kind of switch it up. But having that habit, having that routine that works for you, that's something that's essential. Speaking of habits and routine, I've been doing something a little bit different. I've been incorporating a lot more meditation throughout my day. And it's specifically when I go to the gym, right? And something that I've been doing is that I've been practicing breathing before my exercise. So there's this technique called box breathing, where it's four, a four second inhale, a four second hold, a four second exhale, then a four second hold. And I've been doing that before my sets. And it's ridiculous because before I'd be kind of antsy, like, okay, am I, am I, can I go do this yet? Like my mind would be frantic, but now it's, there's like a, a certain energy there's momentum, there's a rhythm, and there's clarity. And that's something that's so big because I feel like I'm mentally focused and I'm able to attack the weights, attack what I'm doing, opposed to maybe being anxious, like, I don't think I can do this. Ah, like, this is a lot of weight in front of me. Or like, ah, I don't want to do this right now. Yeah. It's something that's been game changing. It's imagine just the highest level of focus that you're able to obtain and then you just direct that focus into a singular item, you know? And before it was, my mind would be ebbing back and forth. Like, this is something I have to do today or men have to reach out to this person and be all cloudy and murky, mm -hmm. but it's been game changing, you know? And I have to take it back to the start because at the start, I was like, I might look stupid box breathing, right? Why is this dude just standing in front of the machine with his eyes closed and his legs are just like, it's like, you know, my legs are spread apart farther than my shoulders. I'm standing. And there's a certain point where it's just like, I don't care anymore. Like, this is what I need to do to be great. And I can feel my, a greater level of myself as I'm doing this. Like, I'm going to embrace this stuff. You know, for me, yeah. it's like, there's a certain point where you have to transition of like getting over what other people think about your habit and your routine. And you just have to rock with it right? And you just have to embrace it because it's working for you. It doesn't matter what they think about you. You can't give up that power. You have to embrace that stuff. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Yeah. And I think um, that's a, a big part of it too. So like identifying what works for you, because even in the community that we're in, there's a lot of great information. There's a lot of great resources. And for some people, it can be very overwhelming because they have too many options or too many suggestions of what it is that I should do or what I should try. That's good. And so, you know, identifying how to strategically navigate that is really important to where you don't fall into doing these things because they work for other people, but That's identifying good. what works for you and executing on that. That's good. So I want to, I want to 
throw that a question back at you just based off that topic because I definitely experienced this when I joined Breed University for the first time of wanting to do everything because there's so much value. There's so much good in this community. There's challenges, right? There's one, I believe uh, the 1% challenge. There's all these different calls you can hop on, these different tiers you can hop on, right? There's real estate, there's authors, there's books, there's speaking, there's all this stuff. And it's kind of like, you want to try everything, Right, so how did you navigate that when you had so many opportunities or so many options in front of you where you could find something and then incorporate it into your routine opposed to trying to do 10 different things and then your routine yeah. doesn't really change? Yeah, I think for me, it was um, strategically seeking out people who were strong in my limitations. And so within doing that, identifying some of the things that they were doing, whether it's using apps or, you know, however that may be, identifying what those things were that they were doing in order to be successful in their routine and trying them out. And a lot of them didn't work. Um, like I got a productivity app. I was using that for a minute. It was cool. But in terms of long-term and consistency, it just didn't work for me. And, you know, even some other things that T has coached me on just didn't work just because yeah, it, yeah. for me, it just had too much detail, too much structure. And I'm like, ah, man, like, nah, this isn't working. So I had to, or I decided to, you know, give it a try to see like, okay, is this something that's going to be effective for me? And there are a lot of things that did stick as far as like developing a mission and a mantra, um, you know, having... A, a thematic uh, alarm, different things like that, that did stick and that do work, but some of them didn't. And so not being afraid to try it and, and also to not being afraid to let it go. Like, I'm not just going to do it just because they said that it worked for them and, and they did it. I have to be able to see the results from it myself. That's good. It's not just taking the course, but it's applying the course and seeing if it's something you want long-term. Yeah. You know, I've, I've been rocking with this thing called mind mapping for some time. I think it's maybe been a year, maybe a year and a half, something of that nature. And it's absolutely changed my life. What I haven't told people is how it started because mind mapping wasn't a thing that's big in the community. Like nobody talks about this. Nobody's doing this. This thing started based off of a conversation accountability call where they just mentioned this, like, Hey, have you guys heard of mind mapping? And the person that said it, they're not even rocking with it like that. It's just something that they heard about. So when I heard them talking about it, and again, I guarantee they're not doing using mind mapping right now. I looked into it, right? I looked into it and then I, I was like, Oh, I feel like this would fit me really well. So I, I purchased like a $5 book on it. Like, this is how to get started. Like, this is why it's good. This is why it's, it's not effective. And my thought process, my ability to change people's lives, my, my life, and I've coached people using strictly this, it's been absolutely game-changing, right? Coach Ash, you probably witnessed this a few times, both from a planning perspective as well as from a coaching perspective, but I can take your thoughts and make them crystal clear, right? So I'm using this thing on a daily basis, and here I am. Nobody else is doing this, maybe Tyrus, right? So I can confidently say, when it comes to the Breed University community, I'm top three in the community, if not number one, just because nobody else is rocking with this. Yeah. And I'm just like, 
how did this thing stem off? This is part of my routine. This has become a lifestyle. Like, how did this thing stem off from like a single conversation to like a routine? And this is just something that's paid me ongoing. Right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. can you just talk about the, the end result, kind of like what you can expect from having a good routine, having a good habit, having like a good vehicle, like, cause it may not seem like a lot in the moment, right? Maybe, maybe drinking, um, four cups of water a day. It may not seem like a lot in the moment, but can you speak about it from the longevity? Like if you drink four cups of water every day for the span of like a month, two months. Yeah. I mean, I think you should actually be the one to speak to it just in terms of, I remember the opportunities that you were given in terms of being able to sit in on a coaching session with Moose and uh, I believe ET oh, yeah. um, to be able to to leverage what it is that you do. But real quick, mm. I just wanted to point out that that is something that you did um, share with me and told me about. And I I downloaded it. I tried it. I actually just pulled up the one that I created now. I haven't been oh, in it. In, I don't even know. Yeah. yeah. Like a year and some change. But so it, the the results and the the feelings that you get that you have with it is completely different for me like I can't mm, that's good I know that it's effective for you and you know how to use it effectively but for me when it comes to that same program I don't get the same results so I don't even that's have good. the same association with it yeah um and so that's that was just something that was really interesting because this is something that has changed your life. It's been game changing for you. And I have the same exact app and I haven't opened it up in over a year. Man, that's 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 so good right there. It makes me think about imagine it makes me think about imagine it's because this is end of the day. This is just a tool, right? These different parts of the routine, these different habits. These are all just tools. Right. So imagine that this tool is a scalpel right now. A scalpel is something that's super sharp and you think about what you can do with it. It's like in the hands of a real estate investor and this real, real estate investor is super sweet. If you were to give them that scalpel, they could be okay with it. They might cut some steak. They might, they, they could do surgery with it. You may not want them to do surgery, but they, they could do surgery. They could maybe cut some grass or something with it. But if you put that in the hands of a surgeon, like yep. it's going to be game changing. Like the results are going to be different. The precision is going to be different. The results are going to be different. Right. So, Oh, I think that's, I think that's it right there. I think we just found it. Like end of the day, all these habits as well as routines, these are the, just, these are just tools, yep. right? but you have to yep. find the tools that are most effective for you based yep. on how you yep. operate based on what you need. Yep. Yep. Nah, that's good. And even too within, like I was just looking at the one that I have now and there are some things that I have on here that I've now accomplished. And I think, so when it comes to this particular tool, this is something that is effective for me in the brainstormer and like large scheme of things. When I'm looking to plan out and connect the different things that I want to do three years from now, five years from now, um, ultimately things that I want to achieve. But when it comes to the day-to-day planning, like this isn't something that works for me. Mm, Yeah. I feel that right there. I feel that. So it's not just being the, having the right tool, and being the person who wields the tool well, it's knowing when to wield the tool. It's knowing when to use the tool. That's good stuff yeah. right there. Not yeah. e- and then, and mm. then real quick to add to that, like 
even though I could do it myself, I know that if I were to have a session with you leveraging the tool, it'll be 10 times better than what, than what I could do. And so it's not even (laughs) knowing, you know, when to use the tool and having the tool and welding the tool, but then going to someone who specializes in the tool and leveraging Mm. that. Mm, Man, you are preaching right now. Oh my goodness. So (laughs) y'all, that's it. We, we're not going we're not going to throw anything else on that because that's like you need to digest that we're not gonna this isn't an all-you-can-eat buffet where we're just gonna keep force feeding you or trying to give you all this information like we need some time to digest some time to mar- let it marinate some time to let it sit some time to let it breathe so coach ash what is something tangible that the people can do take away from this conversation that they can apply in their life yeah, man, when it comes to the routine, identifying, you know, what your challenge is, where it is that you're struggling and seeing what app or what habit you can implement to help leverage that gap. Identification man, that, is always so going to be the first step. Um, you know, that's we talk so... heavily on awareness here. And if you're hmm. not able to see and you're not aware of it, hmm. you're not be able to um, properly address it to be able to fix it. Hey, let's go, man. I just have to double down on what coach Ash said. The foundation, the base is identification, becoming aware of what's going on. You can't give a prescription slash a solution if you don't know what the challenge slash problem is. So y'all need to build up that self-awareness and then after that, we can go searching for some some solutions together. So, y'all, we hope you enjoyed this new introduction, boy, that we got rocking. You about to hey. get the new outro, boy. Shout out to Mr. Lee West, a.k.a. Mr. Lee Let's Go. West. So, y'all, thank you so much for rocking with us, Coach Ash. Any closing thoughts? Let's get it. Let's get it. So, let's go. Let's grow. Blessings on blessings. And let's win. Let's win. Thank you for tuning in to Discover You. Make sure you subscribe, share, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to tune in every Tuesday on all platforms for the latest episode.